0: This episode of the JRE Review is brought to you by Inca Booch. Inca Booch is a new kind of kombucha combining all the probiotic benefits of other kombuchas with the antioxidant benefits of purple corn infused tea. Purple corn has some of the highest levels of antioxidants in the plant kingdom and combined with kombucha resulting in a powerhouse of nutrition. Visit IncaBooch.com to check out their great selection of drinks including Spiceberry and Ginger Coconut. In today's episode of the JRE review, we are reviewing one of Joe Rogan's best friends' conversation in podcast twelve twenty three. Greg Fitzsimmons. Uh, Greg is an hilarious comedian and um, always a great guest. He has such a, a cool way of describing things in chilled manner, and um, you know, as soon as they get talking, you know. It's one of Joe's really good friends. So let's get reviewing. As you can imagine, they get off to a great start um you know they were probably talking for a good hour before they even started recording this podcast anyway it's just really effortless uh when joe is with one of his oldest friends and and good comedian buddies uh but they they start talking about Hunter S Thompson and uh Hunter S Thompson is for those of you that don't know is uh was um a Rolling Stones sports reporter from like the 60s uh, he's the guy that they, that Johnny Depp played in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and like kind of loosely a true story of just the craziness that he got up to the drug induced madness. And he, he was uh, truly a unique fella. Uh, there's a really good documentary out that they talked about called Gonzo. I believe that's on Netflix. I've seen it. Uh, but he lived an incredibly free life. And uh was an unbelievably gifted writer that they talk about and sadly killed himself uh you know later in life while on the phone to his family. He said his goodbyes and he said it was time to go. I, I guess he was in pain physically then, and uh he just he had enough. He chose when to go, which uh is sad but poetic uh in its own right. Um Greg talking a little bit about you know i guess seeing joe in the shape that joe's in and he's saying i haven't been able to work out for some time uh because uh, you know he has some injuries so he has some bad uh knee injuries and uh, a lot of inflammation and, and those sorts of things but one cool thing that greg was talking about is i guess he used to be like do gymnastics so he could do he can just straight up do a, a backflip you know, up until a few years ago, and handsprings and all kinds of different things. And that was something Joe didn't know that he was able to do. And it's quite funny, really, too, if if you followed any of Greg's comedy and you've seen him on podcasts before, you wouldn't immediately assume that he is a guy that could just do uh, backflips and, and all sorts of different things. Uh, they get into kind of how comedy has changed over the years, and it really has. I mean, we're very sensitive now. They, they give the example of living color, and uh, it was a show that um, Damon Wayans, and Jim Carrey was on, and uh, w- one of the examples um, that they gave was Jim Carrey playing Fire Marshal Bill, and uh, the irony is Fire Marshal Bill, and you could Google it; it's on YouTube. It's a character you could never do today because he is basically a, a an horrific burn victim. So he was horribly burnt, and he would like come in and tell you about fire safety but i i think he like most of the gags is he ends up burning himself again a lot of physical comedy when it comes to jim carrey of course he's super talented there but that whole show is something that would be very difficult to like re-air today uh living color had amazing people on but um uh you know just some of the characters uh they would be seen as so insensitive today that you just couldn't You couldn't recreate it, but it was an absolutely hilarious show. And talking about how sensitive people were getting, Greg was talking about how sometimes now during his shows he gets booed for having different opinions on things. People are so upset. And he said that never used to happen. But these are the changing times. And uh, with it, like any comedian, you got to change with those times. So this is what they're learning to do. Uh, If you are a writer or a comedian or really just anyone working on a a personal project and you struggle with procrastination, they get into some really interesting things about uh, organizing your writing and especially organizing comedy writing. Comedy writing is very difficult to do because... Um, It doesn't require a lot of writing, it just requires good writing, which is hard because it's much easier to write a lot of shitty writing that doesn't have any value than just short little bits that turn into jokes. There's a ton of procrastination that comes with it, and really the only way to get around it for comedians is to force yourself. You know, say, I every day I write an hour or every day I write a joke or something. And, and even then, even to do that is incredibly difficult. And if you could, it would be massively beneficial uh, to your stand-up. And then they talk about how, at least with stand-up, you got to perform your bits. So let's say you don't do stand-up, but you're just a, a general writer. Or you're just working on any sort of project, well, there's the portion of planning and then there's the portion of execution. And they're different because in the same sense of writing comedy, if you're writing, you know, you want to just, you just want to write it down with no judgment. You just want to see it's funny and go. Then afterwards, when you perform it, that's when you really want to take a look at what you're saying and be critical. You can't do both at the same time. You can't be free and critical. So you got to separate those those two tasks and and they get to they, they get to kind of talk about that this is why when joe does joe rogan does this show at the comedy store sometimes called stand up on the spot and it's a show that jeremiah watkins puts together who's also a fantastic comedian but it's something where people would just shout out from the audience and you will uh, the comedians then have to take that word and turn it into some comedy and by doing that, it's also like even though it's a very difficult show, it's kind of like a free bit of writing for them. Because if they make some laughs out of something that they hadn't considered before, that's, you know, possibly a good opportunity to, to make some jokes and uh, kind of bring up some some good comedy there. Greg talks about one time when he was a lifeguard, he was able to save someone's life. Uh, some Some Japanese girl was kind of drowning at a pool area and uh, he was able to jump in there and save him. Sadly, nobody saw him save this girl, so he wasn't getting a lot of credit until a busload of people went by that saw him, and they were kind of chanting that he was a hero, which made him feel great. Uh, Greg asked Joe if he'd ever saved someone, and Joe says, I I don't think so. Um, But then Greg brought up something interesting and said, well, maybe this podcast has saved some people. And then Joe makes the joke, maybe it's also you know, ruin some people's lives, which which is tongue-in-cheek and funny. But at the same time, um, when Greg kind of repeated it back, you know, do you think that this has done a lot of good for people? And have you really helped people that way, Joe kind of put it down as like, look, you know, when people say that, that I've changed their lives, you know, he says, no, you change your life. Because if you take on the good, you also got to take on the bad part of that and I don't think he, Joe's really saying that he's afraid to take on the bad he's just saying that you know he doesn't have to take credit for what people are doing he's just bringing information to people and uh and that that really is expensive that really is a great thing and uh it's one of the the reasons I do this podcast they talk a little bit about shows like great shows that are out there right now one that keeps popping up is the marvelous Miss Mabel um supposed to be a great show. All about stand-up, how a woman struggled to be a stand-up, uh, you know, in the early days. And it's one I definitely want to check out. I've been meaning to to watch it, but they're saying it's it's really good. You know, and what are you watching right now? Um, what shows are good that you're really liking? I mean, it just seems like there's so many to go through. You almost need, like, a Netflix review that just kind of goes through and tells you what good shows are out there. Because they're just coming at us so fast that it's, it's almost impossible. And now there's all that controversy about the uh, that new Black Mirror episode, which uh, I haven't seen either, but uh, Netflix got sued pretty hard for, so they, they uh, got into that too. But it's a great conversation. It's one of the, uh, the good ones. If you're into stand-up comedy, definitely listen to it. Greg is an excellent guest, and uh, it's just one of those chilled, funny, laugh-along, don't-have-to-pay-a-hell-of-a-lot-of-attention-to type of podcast. But anyway... Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. I'll be more soon. Thanks again for listening. And this review was brought to you by Inca Booch. Go to InkaBooch.com to order your drinks today.